What's up, everyone? It is Coach Ataya Esquivel, the host of the Wife Power Podcast, coming with episode four. What is Wife Power? Wife Power is a worldwide movement dedicated to developing and equipping women with the tools they need to prepare and sustain their marriages. It is episode four, and we are going to be talking about what to do when your husband has unhealthy habits. Oh my goodness, this is something that I believe even within myself, God has been working on me with. So I believe that it would be an amazing topic to talk to you guys about. So your husband is not perfect and neither are you. That's something that we need to realize. Your husband is not perfect and neither are you. You both have habits that are positive and that are negative. Both of you do Trying to change or control each other will not work. Instead, you're going to drive him or he will drive you further away. Does your husband need to change? Do you need to change? Sure. But you cannot make a person change and you cannot make the change for them. He has to want to change just like it is important that you have to want to make that change. Starting today, the first thing that I want you to do is make a promise to yourself that you will not whine, nag, or belittle your husband for his bad habits. My husband likes to drink and he often stays out drinking. And in the morning, he would have a hangover that would take him out of commission for the whole day. It was hard for me to see him like this. And when I would try to talk to him, I was often met with resistance. At times, I felt alone because I felt that his drinking was more important than me. So I began to resent him for his drinking. And every time he had a hangover, I would get upset with him and I would nag. I just couldn't understand why he couldn't change the behavior. I believe he would see how it would make me feel. I would tell him how it would make me feel, but the behavior would not change. So what did I do? I tried to control him, give him ultimatums, and I even told him that I was going to leave him if there was no change. I would criticize him for his behaviors and it would just lead to an argument and he would either leave or I would become hysterical and start to hurt him with my words. I was fixated on his drinking without even looking at myself and what I was really doing. His drinking really didn't have anything to do with me because he had been doing it since he was a teenager. I had to let go of my need to control the situation because I didn't feel comfortable. That's important. A lot of times when we do not feel comfortable, we feel like that we have to take over. We feel like that we have to control the situation. But that's when we get ourselves in trouble because God is always in control of the situation and we can't step in the way and do his job for him. So compliments, 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 compliments are much healthier than criticism. And I try to encourage my husband more when he doesn't drink instead of criticizing him when he does. It has been a very long journey 
And I'm here to tell you, I've been married since I was 17 years old. I am 35 years old now. My husband and I will be celebrating 18 years of marriage on June 1st. It has taken me a long time to get to a point where I, and I still struggle with it at times because not of him, but because of myself because of my need to want to control. Because when I don't feel comfortable, I need to make things comfortable around me. So I will do anything, including lash out to make that happen. And all it was doing was destroying my relationship with my husband instead of instead of building it. Galatians chapter six, verse one says, brothers, if anyone is caught in any transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. Let me read that one more time. Galatians chapter six, verse one. Brothers, if anyone is caught in transgression, you who are spiritual should restore him in a spirit of gentleness. Keep watch on yourself, lest you too be tempted. So that goes with what I was just saying. You need to know how to go to your husband gently. Go to him in a, a with a gentle tone. Because if you don't, then you will be tempted to do things that you're not supposed to do. Because you are the child of God. You are the believer. You are the one that's supposed to be representing Christ in the situation. But if you come into the situation with self, then you will be tempted in order to be a hindrance and to hurt the situation instead of helping. Communicating things to your spouse is important, but you also must be ready to listen to what they have to say. Too many times we go into conversations with the need to be heard, but not the need to listen and understand. Woo! When speaking to him, give him positive suggestions on how he should change the behavior. If he shuts down, don't get mad. Listen to his responses. If your husband shuts down, let me not say shut down. If your husband shuts you down, if he shuts the, um, the suggestions that you're giving him down, don't get upset. Listen to his reasons. You may not like what he's saying, but make sure he feels heard and understood. See what happens as women, when we don't like what our spouses are saying, we tend to shut down. We don't want to hear what he's saying. So that causes him not to feel heard. That causes him not to feel understood. So you say you want to be heard and understood, but you are also doing the same thing to your husband. And now you're wondering why he's upset or he's leaving the room or he doesn't want to talk to you. Your husband wants you to admire him. So if you speak to him the right way and be honest with him about how you feel, then he may put in the effort to make you happy. Now, when it comes to things like addiction, like what I can't deal with in my marriage, you must understand that he cannot change that instantly. We want instant change. It will take some time and much needed help for that to happen. And some people are not ready to do that. 
and you can't force them. There was a time in your life when you weren't ready to change the things that the bad behaviors that you had. There was a time when God was probably pushing you to do some things, but or turn your life around and you wasn't ready. So how dare you when it comes to your spouse, instead of showing patience with him, you're getting upset with him because right now he don't want to make that change. That still doesn't mean that you can't encourage him when you do see him making an effort. There are times when my husband doesn't want to drink. That time he don't want to drink. And he just hangs around the house with me and the kids being his normal self. And I've had to really make it a point to point that out to him and tell him how much I appreciate him for doing that, how much I love him for doing it, how much he makes me happy for him to do that, how much I enjoy for him to be at home. His attitude and his personality is infectious when he's, when he's not drinking. He is just the most amazing, fun, cool person to be around. I have to tell him how that makes me feel, how it makes me feel important to know that he's here, that he's with the kids, that he's here with me, that he's spending time with me. I need to make that effort to tell him those things when he is making an effort to himself. Now, like I said, this takes practice because it took me a while to even get in the groove of this. And at times I still struggle. But it helps when you do it. Ephesians 4 and 15 says, instead, speaking the truth and love, we will grow to become in every respect the mature body of him who is the head that is in Christ. So when you're speaking the truth to your husband, when you're talking to your husband, when you're giving him these compliments, you need to understand that it will also cause you to grow into a mature person Um, Just like our father, just like Christ. See, we are constantly growing. We are constantly evolving. We are constantly, um, God is constantly tweaking us and doing new things in us. So you can't expect yourself to, to know how to do this right off the bat. Okay. So if you saying Ataya, Coach Ataya, you know, I'm struggling with, you know, the compliments because I'm so focused on the things that he did do, understand that that is that's that's a valid feeling. But you're gonna have to put in the work. Practice this. It's just like exercise. The first time you exercise, it hurts. But if you keep doing it, eventually it will start to uh, grow you. You'll start seeing the results, and that's what we need to do. If he struggles with a bad habit, and change does not occur. So if your husband has an addiction, if your husband is doing something that, like I say, that's going to, he really needs serious help, but you don't see him putting in that effort. Focus on the positive things about your husband, the addiction, the, um, the bad habit, whatever it is that you don't like, that's not what he's defined by. And we tend to define our spouses by the negative things. We all fall short and the enemy wants you to focus on the things that you cannot change about your husband instead of focusing on the things you can change about yourself. You can change how you approach and listen to him. I understand that it's a little frustrating. Trust me, Coach Tyler understands. It's frustrating when you continuously see the same behavior, but you got to understand that Christ Christ is a Christ died for all of our sins. 
not just yours. He dies even for the sins that are that are irritating you when it comes to your husband. He died for those bad habits. He died for those things so that you and your spouse have an opportunity to return back to God and allow God to clean those things up out of them. Tell your husband, thank you when he does positive things. This will encourage him to try harder to make changes and to make more effort. Even though he has those bad habits, it's important to remember that he is genuinely a good man. Remind yourself about his heart. Remind yourself what he is good at. You have to try to ignore the negative feelings you have towards him when it comes to his bad habits. When those feelings arise, you should convict them and send them right back to where they come from. Return to sender. Send them right back to Satan. Satan is the author of confusion. Satan wants to destroy your marriage. Satan wants to divide you and your husband. So he plants these negative thoughts in your head about your spouse. And you have to learn how to convict your mind and send those things right back to him. The longer that you have been married. So if you've been married like I have almost 20 years or plus, you have a a list of things that your husband does that you do not like. Trust me, we all have them. It's not so much that your husband has added more bad habits over the years, but simply the ones that were easy for you to put up at the beginning of your marriage have gradually now eaten away at your nerves. So now you've been with him for a while and you can handle his bad habits at the beginning. You could deal with them. But now after a while, they kept tapping at your nerves, tapping at your nerves, tapping at your nerves, tapping at your nerves. And now you have developed a sort of resentment towards him. Don't forget to pray for him. If anything, go to God. Ask for patience. Take your complaints to the Lord and leave them there. We tend to always want to take everything to our spouse. When our spouse upsets us, we go to him. When our spouse makes us feel away, we go to him. When our spouse does something, we go to him. But we're forgetting that there are three people in a marriage, your husband, you, and God. If you can't take things to your husband without being met with some kind of resentment, or you know that it's going to hurt him, take it to God. That is showing kindness. Love is patient. Love is kind. You understand that instead of upsetting your husband, you're going to go to God, leave your complaints to God and allow God to do what he wants to do. When it comes to dealing with the things about your husband that drives you to resentment, it pays to keep things in perspective. I've learned that being kind is more important than being right. I've learned that when you harbor bitterness, happiness will dock somewhere else. I've learned that one should keep his words soft, gentle, and tender. That is because tomorrow you may have to eat them. I've learned that I can't choose how I feel, but I can choose what I do. When we are making strides on our own path of growth and self-developing development, it can be triggering to witness stuck behaviors in our spouses. And we don't like that. It's normal. You are growing. 
You are changing. You are doing things. So when you see your husband stuck, it, 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 you start to feel a certain way about that because you love him. You're supposed to. So you want to try to push him, encourage him and all of that. Our first reaction is to encourage him to do what we think we should do. My, 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 my. When we feel like our husband is stuck, the first thing we want to do is try to tell him what we think he should do. And remember, we're not God. So we're trying to be God in the situation, not realizing that we are hurting it more than we are helping the situation. So you may tell your husband that you think he should go get help. You may tell your husband you think he should go get therapy. You may tell your husband that you think that he should do A, B, C, D, E, F, G. So when you don't see the change, either next week, next year, or a couple months from now, you go into judging, nagging, criticizing, or disconnecting from your spouse. Just like I was telling you about myself earlier when it came to my husband and his drinking. My husband is not defined by his drinking. That's the that's a bondage that the whole that the enemy has him in. And I need to go to war against the enemy when it comes to my husband in prayer, fasting and praying. Some things can only be defeated through fasting and praying. So today, today, I want to give you some tips about how to deal with your bad habits. Some more tips because I know I gave you guys some already. But I want to give you a little bit more tips and then I'm going to let you guys go. This has been just an amazing, amazing uh, lesson because I've been learning some things myself. So I pray that this has been a blessing to you as well. So today, we're going to give you five things on how to deal with the bad habits of your spouse. The first thing is you need to take your power back. If your happiness depends on him doing the right thing, you've lost your power. I know it's hard to see him stuck and I know you want him to change. But when your happiness depends on someone else's behaviors or moves, we need to work to remember our own wholeness. Regardless of your spouse's struggles, you should not be breaking down you should not be feeling inadequate because he's not doing what you want him to do you have lost your power you have given your power over to someone else you're making someone let's get into it with the bible idolatry when a when your spouse has control over your moods and your happiness when that's only god should do that you are you are tapping into the sin of idolatry number two Think about how hard it was for you to change or think how hard it is for you to even want to change. We often forget how hard it was for us to change our bad behaviors, but we want our spouse to change overnight so we are comfortable. We want our spouse whole while we still get the opportunity to be broken and get fixed. Woo! If you got married before either one of you were saved, but now one of you are saved, the other one needs to pray for their spouse, cover their spouse, not want to leave the spouse. Even the Bible tells you that if an unsafe spouse wants to live in the house with you, you can't, don't leave them. 
Because now God is going to use you to be a blessing to your spouse. You're going to have to utilize the fruits of the spirit, the fruits of patience, the fruits of kindness, gentleness, your self-control. You're going to now have to use those fruits of the spirit in order to help you to control yourself in these types of situations. Continue to pray for your spouse and ask God to bring them to a place of repentance and change behavior. And don't grow weary in doing wrong. Don't go weary in doing well. Don't grow weary in doing what God has called you to do. Don't get uh, discouraged because you're not seeing the change. Understand that God will cause a change when God is ready to cause a change. Number three, think about the positive. We get so focused on the negative that we don't focus on the positive. Because of my husband's drinking, I would criticize him for everything, not noticing that he was doing positive things around the house. He helps me around the house. He's a great listener to our children. He cooks and he works hard to ensure that his family has everything that he that they need. Instead of focusing on that, I often focus on the negative. So guess what that makes him feel like? It feels like that there's nothing he can do to make me happy. He feels like that he is defined by his drinking. And that's not what God wants him to be. That's why Jesus died on the cross for his sins. So that way he would be able to, um, he would be able to, to move past and, and break the bondage of this, um, addiction. Number four, notice if you are projecting. Are you projecting? Often we judge and criticize our partners when we feel insufficient ourselves. Maybe on some level, you fear something might be wrong with you. For me, it was my fear of abandonment. My husband had done some things in the past that scared me. And when he drank, I felt like those things would happen again. I feel like his drinking, like I told you guys earlier, I felt like his drinking was more important than me. So it would trigger my abandonment issues. When he would stay out late with his friends, it would trigger me because I would wonder what would happen. Or is he coming home? Would he get hurt? All of these things would happen to me when he would do these things. My fears were overtaking me and it caused me to try to control him. So you got to look at yourself. Is the reason why you are behaving the way you're behaving towards your husband is because there is something on the inside of you that you need to work on. Do you need to work on your codependency? Do you need to work on your abandonment issues? Do you need to work on your need for control? Do you need to work on your relationship with God? Because oftentimes we don't want to put in the work on about our on ourselves. We want our spouse to put in the work instead of us looking within ourselves. Number five. Accept him as he is. Accept him as he is. If the situation is a make or break one, you need to have a serious conversation with him. I am not telling anyone to stay in an abusive relationship. But if it is something that you just really wish he would do, you might have to work on accepting just who he is. Life will go on and you will have to find your own okayness without sharing that interest or habit with your partner. 
You're going to have to learn how to accept some things in your marriage. It's just the way he is. And again, I am not telling you to stay in a abusive relationship or a relationship where you're being cheated on or any of that. That is not, wife power does not condone any kind of violence. Neither does Coach Ataya. But some of you are upset because your husband is unorganized. Some of you are upset because your husband doesn't know how to balance a checkbook. Some of you are upset because your husband is not romantic uh, enough. You have to take that chance. You have to understand that it may be something deeper on the inside of him. And that's why he cannot show the behavior that you want him to show. But in encouraging him and in letting him know that you love him despite his mistakes, just like Jesus accepts us and he and he God continues to work in us so that we are better people. You have to learn how to accept your spouse as well. Remember, we all have bad habits. Every single last one of us has something that we're dealing with. And if you talk to your husband and ask him, I'm pretty sure he will tell you the negative things that he feels, uh, the, the, the bad habits about you that annoy him. Because you have some too. But the goal is for you to to communicate healthy, have healthy communication so that way you can work together to ensure that you are growing and maturing and that your relationship and that your marriage is going to survive. Sustaining your marriage is about holding is about using mental, spiritual, emotional, all of those things in order to keep it growing. Maintaining is keeping it the same, but sustaining is keep is keeping it growing. So I encourage every single last one of you that have that are listening to me that is under the sound of my voice, I pray that you allow the Holy Ghost to continue to work in you and work in your spouse so that way you are able to um, accept him just like God has accepted you. So I thank you for joining me for this episode of the Wife Power Podcast as we discuss how to handle your husband's bad habits. Um, I did not pray before, so please forgive me, but we're going to pray afterwards. So I pray that you guys have just an amazing, and we're going to be back here next Wednesday for another episode of the Wife Power Podcast. Heavenly Father, I come right now, God, just thanking you for this opportunity to speak to your people. God, I ask right now that, Lord, you help us to be able to be more positive towards our spouse and not negative. God, I ask right now that you allow us, that you help us to be able to focus on his positive habits and not focus on the negative. God, whenever the negative thoughts come in our heads about our spouse, I ask right now that you remove them, that you give us the strength to convict those thoughts and send them back where they come from. God, I ask right now if there's anybody that is struggling with addiction, if there's anyone that is struggling with any kind of of things that they cannot control or that they cannot fix, God, I ask right now that you do the work, that you go in, that you encourage them, that you let them know that greater is you that is in them than he that is in the world. God, we love you and we thank you just for being an amazing father. In Jesus name, I pray. Amen and amen. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Wife Power Podcast. Coach Attire will see you next week. Bye-bye.